Hello and welcome to Season 4. It's a podcast that seeks to encourage and inspire you on your journey. Well, okay, look, before we go straight into the devotion, which is really practical, and it is one of those where you just got to hear it, okay? Um, this week's guest is with um, someone who's really significant. He's a theologian, he is a author, he is a broadcaster, and he's a pastor. And um, we, you know, he talks from his um, uh, Trafalgar Square office, all right? So you can work out. <laughs> That's a bit random, right? And it's with the Reverend Dr. Sam Wells. And uh, look, we cover a lot and we do it really, really, there's no, there's no, it's really, really easy, very fluid. We talk about inclusion, we talk about with, we talk about the Good Samaritan, we talk about post-pandemic, and we talk about how do we do kingdom? What does it really look like in when the world's different to where we are now? And it is so thoroughly practical. And oh, look, you know that's what I do. I just, I'm desperate to make sure that whatever and whoever I talk to is real, it's authentic, and it's encouraging and most of all practical. Um, so look, here's a quick snippet. It is fantastically, um, really enlightening. And then we'll go straight into the devotion. I, I, I think I, I would take you, just as you've taken me just now, back to some key moments for you. I would say the key moment for me is I'm 16 years old. Um, I'm in the kitchen of the room of the house that I grew up in. Um, my mother is upstairs dying of cancer. And I have a choice. She has, uh, bless her, prepared me for her death by teaching me to cook and to wash clothes and to do a lot of things that boys don't learn till they go away to college or whatever they have to. Yeah. And so I, from certainly from 15, I learned some of, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was the best cook in the world, but I could certainly cook enough meals to keep the rest of the household going. Um, and I had that choice whether to stay in the kitchen and cook her a meal she was never really going to eat. Um, or to go and sit her, at her bedside yeah. uh, and watch, you know, watch somebody die and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. And I see that as the defining moment because I, 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 I see that as our impulse to use language I've later used in a book I wrote called Nazareth Manifesto. Um, to work for somebody, you know, to cook the meal, yeah, as as actually a way of avoiding what they really want to need, which is for you to be with them. Yes, and I can see how in the Christian faith we are constantly trying to portray God as the one that works for us and yeah. fixes our lives for us, rather, rather and miss the fact that God longs fundamentally to be with us. And so ministry for me is constantly enabling people to be with God themselves, one another and the creation, despite all the temptations to avoid the powerlessness and the intimacy and the constancy of, of that and replace it with solutions and fixing things and 
being busy and 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 all of that and so to constantly be reminding people that god is longing to be with them to to help people learn how to be with themselves to form a community in which we are with one another despite each other's weirdnesses and flaws and inability to realize how wonderful i truly am and 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 to to praise me to the to the to the skies and just be ordinary people running along together and and now increasingly to recognize to be with creation in sustainable and dignified ways um that is that is being fully alive for me to use the old phrase about the glory of god as a human being fully alive to to be fully alive to me is to is to be with god with ourselves with one another and the creation uh worship is a form of that of being yeah. with god um but but so is sitting in a finance committee meeting um that they're, they're different ways to be to be with one another and i think more than any other moment to be with a person who's dying to come back to where i started is possibly the definitive human activity to to recognize the the intersection between life and death and to to be fully alive even with somebody at the point of death that as they will one day be with us at the same moment um is is the most beautiful calling All right, let's do this devotion. Treasures in Heaven, part three. In Matthew chapter six, verses 19 to 21, in the Passion Translation, it reads, don't keep hoarding for yourselves earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves. Material wealth eventually rusts, decays, and loses its value. Instead, Stockpile heavenly treasures for yourself that cannot be stolen and will never rust, decay or lose their value. For your heart will always pursue what you value as your treasure. So, today we tackle question number two. What does success look like? In other words, what are better treasures? Some would say that fast food is delicious, but we all know that it's not very good for you. Then imagine a stunning looking cake, but it's made with the wrong ingredients, with salt and mayonnaise. I know, it sounds disgusting. Uh, as a sweet treat, it's the business, but it's not satisfactory. It's not sweet at all, it's yuck. It's sometimes like that with our faith. We might have all the words, that have little substance. Paul summarized it down to this. We might dress, sound, and know so much, but without love as the driver behind it, we really are wasting our time. You know, that's in 1 Corinthians 13. What's really great is that love is inclusive. It brings equity, it's forgiving, it's vulnerable, it's honest. Love projects hope, it gives fuel to our serving, it gives us rest. And we should allow love to give us patience, holding us back, steadying our words and actions. Love thinks of the other, 
Love sees the marginalised, the alien. Success is not a slick church service or an articulate prayer. Success is welcoming, it's compassionate, it's kind, it's generous and it's long-suffering. Love sets out to break down barriers and build bridges of relationship and care. Where there is exclusion, include. Where there is judgment, give grace. Where there is pain, bring what you can to help. And it's in these behaviours and actions that we share the wealth of the kingdom of Jesus. Now that is pretty fantastic. Amen.